another nightmare in San Siro. This is Stripes, the Bianconeri podcast, the podcast for Juventus fans all over the world by Juventus fans all over the world, hosted by Radio Bianconero. I'm Matteo, and with me, I think I'm angry and sad, Tiago. Hi, Tiago. Hi. Um, usually, people feel more comfortable to talk about when Juventus win the matches. But when Juventus doesn't win the matches, it's, uh, it's more necessary to put the face up ahead raise your head and talk about it to analyze what happened and how it happened and we are here well yes so of course Juventus play actually 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 Juventus didn't play last night in San Siro the score was 2-0 for Inter and honestly it could be even a, a, a worse for us because Inter had clearly another three or four clear chance to score okay Juventus just uh, were able to shot on the goal just uh, like three minutes to the end with Chiesa with an unbelievable save by Andan, which I need to say. And uh, well, the game actually it happened. Everything we were supposed to was going to happen because everybody knows that Inter was going to play that kind of game and uh, everybody knew what they were going to do. And uh, hopefully, I guess, Pirlo tried to add that, that the countermeasure for, for what Conte had in mind. But, you know, we, we already know that Conte had only one plan because we know that he cannot, he's not able to change, he's not able to switch from plane A to plane B, okay? But actually, the performance uh, that we've seen from Juventus last night, uh, I, I don't have another word other than nightmare and terrific. I, I really was terrible, terrible. And uh, it happened, okay, it happened. We coming for, all, it, we, know, we already know that this is gonna, this is a weird season. We playing basically every three day, okay? We were coming from like a four victory if you can't like the yeah, Coppa Italia too we were missing some key player because uh, we need to say that the late Quadrado Alexandre Dybala were missing of course especially even if you like a change like substitute coming from the, from the bench okay of course this is not like there want to be an excuse I just want to say that this is gonna be this is a weird year and uh, we know that Juventus is a work in progress we Everybody, we we here wishes that uh, we could solve our issues sooner than later. But it looks like uh, the issues are still there. And uh, but at the end, we need to analyze what we see yesterday. And uh, we see a team that it's, it's already a team, okay, that is Inter, and a team that really doesn't know itself already. That said, we are still. Like in, the, in all the competition, because on Wednesday we're gonna play the Super Cup against Napoli, a trophy, and a, a, a trophy that I wanna win, especially because we play against Napoli, okay? And then there we have still in, in Coppa Italia, we still have the Champions League, and the, this Scudetto run is gonna be tough, but I guess everybody needs to, to be careful if they count us out already. Yeah, and honestly, uh, when we change from Allegri to Sarri, we knew that Juventus would like to change from a, from a coach from that plays as uh, a, a reactive coach, just like Allegri, because he's he knows he he chooses his formation based on other teams' formation. But Sarri and Pirlo are different. Uh, and, and that's that's the that's the beginning of the last match. Uh, compliments um, to Inter to Conte, but let's talk about it because uh, we face. Then I mean, we Pirlo select the formation just like that. 
to face to face match but we we let uh, inter's strength completely open wide to to attack and to to be aggressive uh, against our defense and against our midfield and honestly if you consider the fact that inter plays with five players on the midfield and we played mostly with four <laughs> that would be already a problem but consider the fact that we changed during the match mostly especially in the beginning to a 4-3-3 when we saw for the first time ramsey play as the role as a Metzala and Rabi over there also why Kiesa was very very high we 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 saw five against three so this is a huge problem because there was not that high pressure so and there was no pressure in the midfield at all they came free completely free to create and there is the fact that Brozovic and Betancourt were completely free to play both play uh, up front of the defenders and no one touched Betancourt mostly because Lukaku and Lautaro were closer to our defenders while Brozovic was completely free Betancourt was free to create but he's not that kind of well, player well honestly so that's the beginning where we need to find to out and before he needs to find out what yeah. kind of player he is because uh, yeah Betancourt basically I still have to figure out what he want to be when he grow up because uh, I don't think I could be a Metzala I was thinking that that role was specific for him because he cannot be a Metzala because he doesn't have any goal in him okay he cannot shoot okay and uh, that but yeah. yesterday he, he, I don't know was he playing because I, honestly I didn't I didn't remember him doing anything I didn't even get a yellow card like he usually always does you know and uh, but you, you're right with yeah. the other thing actually Pirlo started the game I, I was thinking that he was going to start it and uh, and and but we were like so oh my god we, we just let Inter do what, whatever they want because we wanted to bring pressure but we are not able to bring pressure and we know Inter Inter like to stand back okay we like they like to build for the from the from uh, from, from from the defense they from with the debris and Brozovic and you know, they they put like the other two usually baston the screener on the side they like to do uh, rotate the, to rotate the road between them and then they go vertical for the for the forward and the forward and they're gonna find the Akimi or Yang on the left and the right you know and and they basically was able to do whatever they want. And the other thing that really make me wonder is usually Inter, they never had the control of the game. They never had the control of the possession of the ball for more than the other team. Yesterday, unbelievably, they were able to control the ball more than us. Because usually when Inter play with Benevento, Benevento yeah. controlled the ball more than Inter. So that was unbelievable to me, honestly. Yeah, and you can think about this. Uh, Inter was played so smoothly without any pressure they they were able to control i mean the yes. pace of the game because we were we were useless because we were useless we tried the most we saw mostly mm, the ball race in no one man's land into the box trying for for morata for ronaldo's header but it was useless. We saw no one's heading because the crosses were not that good. Uh, we saw Kudelski trying solo runs. Uh, Kiesa trying mostly two against two defenders ahead of him. So it was such an easy match, an expected easy match, that 
it's difficult to 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 watch but it's also nice to support and to never forget as Kalini said after the game but yes look Inter is in the second year of their rebuilding. Actually, I say that Inter is the most ready team to win the Serie A this season, and it's not it's not the first time I see this. Okay, we knew that we are in the middle. Of, you were right. We are in the middle of a new project. Okay, because we started a new project last year with Sarri. Okay, but this yeah, the project was to start because we won the Serie A, but we didn't create anything because the team basically refused to follow Sarri. Okay, and the management they didn't decide to back up sorry okay and sorry decide to be sorry okay so we yeah. got kind of lost one 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 year over there so we started again with Pirlo that it was a uh, uh, um, choice and I don't have anything against that but Pirlo is new to the role of coach and starting this year when you enter uh, we know that it's a weird season because of COVID because everything's happening okay we didn't have any time to train and everything okay we know that we're going to be like ups and down okay and then another thing look the cycle come and go okay we are already winning for nine years so it's funny because yesterday we lost a game okay maybe the game that put us like outside of the of the Serie A or the Serie A title run but until last year nobody cares about Serie A Nobody cares about Scudetto. So right now, yeah. everybody's mad because we're out of Scudetto, it's a Scudetto race, and people is mad. So guys, <laughs> you need to pick one side, yeah. okay? Because I, I always want to win the Serie A, but yeah. come on, guys. So Yeah, you know, it. The, uh, you're right, you're completely right about this as well. But, uh, you know, we're, we're like, I mean, in general, you and team fans are like spoiled child. We are spoiled after those years yeah we are kind of spoiled because honestly it's it's uh, we we knew that this could happen and would happen but uh it's never easy to uh, to confirm this it's it's easier or i mean it's better to remain optimistic even if you're right than they remain realistic even if you're right if you're wrong you know it's kind of it's kind of difficult puzzle to to solve right now and and honestly, this is kind of match that uh, we saw Pirlo absolutely mad yeah. after the game, and it, this this is kind of what uh, worries me a lot, uh, even more if you consider the fact that uh, he said that maybe something players didn't understood what he was asking, and if you consider this that the fact that Inter beat us. Um, as you said, the way that we knew that they would play, because that was that classical counter match where the the strikers sacrificed themselves, and the midfield game was so 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 the key point of this match, and uh, it was an easy way to predict this match. Of course, being a fan outside of the pitch, the pressure, the the locker room, it's easier to talk even after the match, but. Honestly, we all knew at least a little bit how Conte would think about this match, and and this is what probably is are making our fans even sadder about this this result. But 
you know, in difficult times, it's that moment where we need to remain calm, analyze things, and, and cheer for the club. Yeah. Because it's never easy. You the know what they did? won't be easy. And, and there's you know what they did? So, uh, after the game, actually, I did it a couple of days ago, but I brought yeah. another jersey. So, it's okay. Yeah. So, you will just, it's just yeah. a moment. I don't know. I don't want to say that we we are not going to win is it yes i'm just saying we are trying to create another cycle and sometimes things go in the right way sometimes they don't go in the right way but on the other side you need we need to be realistic okay like yesterday we had a terrible game okay i think ronaldo is like in the moment of the year that he always has that he's taking like a month off because you know he's not younger anymore okay he has to play every three days he has to play everything everybody expecting the 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 a lot from him because of course he's the, one of the best players in the world but uh, of course we're counting on him to be like the Ronaldo we know and uh, yes the, the, obviously it was, he had a, a, a bad game that can happen okay Morata was coming back from an injury okay we have issue on the middle and I think Pirlo that I'm still with on the uh, I, I still believe in him because he, he, he needs to be allowed to make mistakes he clearly made mistake, but I actually see he was mad yesterday and I I was happy to see him mad because yeah. I don't expect him to come to the, to the to the media and say what he thinks he just need to be to say what everybody expects him to say okay but I hope in the locker is was saying that he is speaking his mind and even yesterday we were seeing like uh, there was too much, uh, too much space between the line, and we know that playing with Bonucci and Chiellini, especially together, even Chiellini and uh, Chiellini actually had a terrific game with the Lukaku last night. It was so nice to see them. It was two Warriors playing like at the best of the game, but they're always going back, and we know that Pillow likes to stay short and uh, try to 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 um, to be more put more pressure and we were maybe because we always running behind because that's what Donucci Clini were used to do for the entire career so I'm thinking to start a new project maybe we need to start thinking about changing all the player because yes and uh, we were talking is this about this offline of course, there's some trouble on the in the midfield. And yesterday, I don't think Rabiot, Betancourt, and Ramsey. I, I don't think uh, I think they were nothing short and terrible. Okay, I think you agree. But if you think about it, last year, we beat Inter in the first game with Kedira, Pjanic, and and Matuidi, and the second one, I think it was Pjanic, Ramsey, and Matuidi. So there were really a better midfield last year. I, I have my doubts. There is there is. Yeah, there is one point that people forget. That is uh, Dybala. I mean, Dybala is the guy that plays not up front, neither in the midfield. He tries to play between the lines. And between the lines in a match against Inter, we saw last season, and we, we would love to have seen yesterday, that he would at least pressure Brozovic not that high, not that intensity, but he would be there. That Brozovic would be worried to mark him and not only create that free to that do whatever he wants. Actually, what happened? Yeah, exactly. And of course, the ball would be uh, an easier uh, choice. But honestly, if you consider the fact, as I said before, that we were with short man in the midfield and up front we saw like Dybala, uh, I mean Morata and Ronaldo between three defenders while Chiesa was up, in, up and down 
into the right because he was more worried about our defense. And honestly, we were so boxed as a just like a cat. And yeah, it looks. You know why, Thiago? Yeah, it, it was horrible. It looks like but, a. It was a, yeah, a little. Yeah, it looks like we keep yeah. having trouble when the teams played as a, like interdate, like waiting for us on the back. Okay, defending the really low. Okay, even on the like in the line of the of the goal area. Okay, defending there and then playing the counter like and it looks like Pirlo still had to find a countermeasure to that the counter move he still had to look for that and uh, it's kind of normal because he's a new he's a new coach with a, with a new, a new team I would say but now is the time to for him to really ask himself this question he needs to really find his starting 11 uh, the team and I think right now it's clear that he need to go for a midfield that where Arthur and uh, and uh, uh, McKenny are like two key players Okay, and then you know Kulusevski, uh, Chiesa, and the other uh, there are the other two. Okay, and we'll see what's gonna happen because I don't think that transfer market is gonna bring uh, bring anybody to help right now. So even if it would be nice, actually, well, we'll see what's gonna happen. So yeah, yeah there, there's this this point because as I said, I I honestly I I expected Pirlo to be like that hospital soup. Without salt, uh, without taste, uh, that, that that short talk uh, in the media after the match. Yeah. But he was so mad, and I expect this because this is the moment where where some manager will see how and why things happen, and this is the time when when Pirlo needs to grow up. I mean, he will, he will be. Of course, I hope that Juventus is a great manager, and this is the opportunity. A match like this yeah. changed your life. Look, guys, so we will talk about interview for like three more hours, but we don't have time. I don't, we don't want to bore you. And we need to take a couple of, because uh, a couple of words about, uh, because on Wednesday there's going to be this Supercoppa game against Napoli that we're going to play in Reggio Emilia, actually, where Sassuolo used to play at the Mopi Stadium. And uh, actually, oh no, it, it comes like in the middle of the really busy, busy month. And okay, and I know it's not going to be easy, but honestly, this is a trophy, okay? A trophy that we already lost uh, last year okay and it's a trophy that i really want to win especially because we're playing against napoli and for everything that happened in the last in the recent month against them so they don't deserve to be in the pitch with us okay we need to win this game no matter what okay so uh, and Nap yes. napoli is coming that's the point yeah yeah napoli is coming for like a six zero one win against Fiorentina, so they're probably in a good moment. Fiorentina, I think Fiorentina is really terrible. I don't know what, what is going to happen with Fiorentina, but their, their, their season is already positive because they beat us in, in Torino, so I guess they're already happy. And I, I guess even if they lose every game to the end, they're, they're, they're going to be happy with, with, with their season. That said, we know that Fabio Ruiz is going to miss the game because he's tested positive to coronavirus. And uh, We'll see because Napoli is going to play probably with the 4-2-3-1 and we know that is a, they're really a, a dynamic team with Insigne and Lozano on the, on the side and uh, <clears throat> Zielinski in the middle. There are so many problems yeah, with Betania. Yeah, so, Betania are a problem. That's probably so they important. will allow us, uh, they, they're probably not going to wait for us in the back and probably they will like to to attack them and yeah. probably the, the, the game actually has every every aspect to be like a really entertaining game okay so and I hope I hope that three, the 2-0 
against Inter they're going to say be like in a punch uh, in, in, in our stomach and probably going to wake up some of the players and take uh, some of the pride out of them because this is going to be an, a good game rumors say that Arthur and McKenney should be starting in the middle even the Mirage should be playing I think and we'll see There is maybe the possibility to see the elite quadrado oh, should be back. Yeah. and uh, could also be back. Alexander. Yeah, and we have to wait for the the results and if they remain uh, with a low virus uh, possibility to to pass the other players, they will be able to play. But uh, honestly, it depends on the training. Even if there's no much training to do to to a match in Sunday, then now Wednesday. So, but let's see. Let's see. Yeah, and so. And uh, I don't really want to go there. That people maybe say that we should like uh, don't care about the deal, but this is a trophy, guys. You know, Juventus is there to win trophy, and uh, it's one game, okay. And we need to try our best to win this game, not because it's with Napoli, not because we're a better team, we're a better, we're a better fan base, and uh, a better everything than them. So I care about this win. Yeah, and, uh, there is, and then we know. And yeah, then... and you're right. If people come. Yeah, you're right. But if people consider that, oh, Juventus must need to forget this competition and focus on that, you don't know Juventus. Because we will play every single trophy and match to win it. Of course, sometimes we are not able to do it, but we will try it. So there is no need to, ah, let's rest and focus on a serial match next next week. No, we need to, to try to win every single match. Well, and that's a look at... Um... Let me close this. And you remember, like, uh, I guess some episode ago when there was like this rumor about a swap between the Mirale Bastoni that everybody was against them. And it was like, yeah, I would think about that, you know. Actually, Bastoni, I think, is, a, is such a great player in development. I think the Mirale could be like a really huge player, but actually, I wouldn't mind having another Italian back there because, it, like, let's say, like, I, I love this management, but this management is a mistake. Like, it's normal to do, okay? And, and I think, like, a player like Barella and and Drastone should be really player that Juventus should have targeted three or four years ago. That said, nobody is, nobody is perfect, okay? And, uh, and I still believe that we're going to see Juve back winning there really soon, really soon that most people think about that. Yeah, and you're right, because if you consider this, uh, still saw yesterday, for example, Derby d'Italia 1-0 go by Vidal Inter up front that's weird that end is still is weird even if we knew <laughs> that Vidal would would be would play alongside Conte yeah. it's well, still look, weird and everybody talking about Vidal right now actually we play so bad that actually yesterday we made Vidal looking like a, a soccer player something that they really think is that is not anymore it's just it's nothing special yeah. anymore but okay guys we already talked a lot about that thank you for our listening thank you for our feedback and everything and as always Fino alla fine